This is History Storytime with Sophie, age eight. That's me. And Ellie, age six. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, <laughs> chopping off heads, <laughs> and kings and queens. For the queen. I add in the funny bits. <laughs> I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe or follow. Firstly, hello to some of our patrons. Hello to Lila who is nine and Isha who is seven. They live in Honour Oak Park in London. Hello to Ronnie who is six. He lives in Jacksonville, Florida. Hello to Maya from St Augustine, Florida. She likes her chocolate and Napoleon episodes. This week we thought we would tell how... Tanks were invented. Tanks have only existed for a hundred years. Before, there were three types of soldiers. Infantry, they walked around with little guns. Use your bayonets! Artillery, they were the big cannons of the battlefield. And cavalry, they had swords and they charged the enemy. One hundred years ago, World War One started. The army all had lots of cavalry, and many of their generals had been in the cavalry. For honour! They were very excited about charging the enemy on their horses. Chivalry and nobility! However, infantry now had machine guns. These could fire lots of bullets very quickly. The cavalry found they couldn't get near the infantry before being shot. <coughs> Then the soldiers dug trenches to keep safe. You couldn't put a horse in a trench. So the cavalry was useless. But the infantry found the space between the trenches very dangerous. In one day of a British attack on the German trenches at the Battle of the Somme, 60,000 British soldiers were gunned down by German machine guns. Oh no! But it wasn't just the machine guns. There was barbed wire too. This was sharp wire with spikes on it. It trapped people and meant they could be shot easily. And there were so many cannons that the ground was totally destroyed and full of craters and thick mud. Often soldiers got stuck in the mud. The generals realised they needed to find a way to cross the mud without getting stuck, to crush the barbed wire without getting hurt, and to do all this while not getting shot by a machine gun. Pretty tricky! The British invented the solution. Some British engineers thought they could make a vehicle which would fix all the problems. But the funny thing was it was invented not by the army, but by the Navy. The Navy was run by a man called Winston Churchill. He later became Prime Minister in World War II. But this is World War I. Once again, it's up to me. He liked doing unusual things. The Army didn't want to build machines because they liked their cavalry so much. So Winston Churchill decided to build it himself for the Navy. He called it a landship. 
They decided to build it with tracks so that it wouldn't sink into the mud. They put armoured plating on it so that the bullets couldn't get in. And it was heavy, so it could crush the barbed wire. Unlike tanks today, it did not have a turret. The first two tanks were given nicknames. Little Willie. <laughs> and Big Willie. Love that. However, they came up with a word to describe the machines. They thought landship was too obvious. They didn't want the Germans to work out what they were doing. They wanted a secret name. Secret. They decided to tell everyone that they were making water tanks out of metal to store water. So the new machines were called tanks and the name was stuck ever since. They made two types at first, ones with cannon they were called male tanks and ones with machine guns. They were called female tanks. Nice! The British tried them out in one battle, but lots of them just got a bit stuck in the mud and there weren't very many of them anyway. Then the British had an idea. I got an idea! They saved lots of the tanks up for the next battle. It took place in a town called Cambrai in France. The British had 400 tanks built. They started the battle with a huge explosion under the German trenches. Then the tanks rolled forwards. The Germans couldn't believe it. Their machine guns just bounced off the tanks. The barbed wire didn't slow them down. They just ground forwards. Behind the tanks came British soldiers. They walked behind the tanks so the tanks would protect them from the German machine guns. Forward march! The tanks smashed through the German lines. Impossible! What is this? It was one of the greatest victories in the war. Run, you fools! Eventually the tanks broke down and the Germans fought back. However, everyone now knew the tank had arrived and could win battles. In England, for the first time in three years, the church bells rang out in victory. Other countries built their own tanks. Construction complete. The Americans and the French built hundreds of their own or used the British tanks. The Germans did not really know how to build them, so they only built a few. The next year was the last year of the war. In the final attacks, Britain, France and America attacked with tanks, planes and infantry. They broke through the German lines. Victory is ours! The Germans had no defence. You have been weighed, you have been measured, and you have been found wanting. The war was over. Phew! So Britain, France and America were the best with the tanks then. Only in World War I. By the time World War II came, everything had changed. 
and it was the Germans who had learned how to use tanks the best when that war started. I will have my revenge. That's one for another episode. If you're interested in tanks, you might like a Battle of the Bulge episode, or a Dunkirk episode, or a Eastern Front episode. They have lots of tank stories in them too. If you like this episode, you might like to join our Patrons Club. You can join at www.patreon.com forward slash history story time. All the details are in the show notes. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite.